You're listening to the Life Reborn Podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. Join me as I share my journey of returning to my authentic self by shedding labels and stigmas that are prominent in today's society. It is my hope that through sharing my story, you find guidance and wisdom to live a more empowered and meaningful life. Thank you for tuning in today. It is such an honor to share this space with you. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back. Today's episode is going to be talking about intuitive parenting. This was definitely something um, very new for me to step into, and when I have let go and embraced my intuition when it comes to parenting, I've noticed the, the much smoother ride it's been. Of course, not every day is smooth, but it has been a beautiful involvement. Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to share the launch of my summer program. If you live in the San Antonio area and have elementary age children, this is such a great opportunity for them to be enrolled into this camp. This is a kids care camp and I designed it to empower children to take ownership of their feelings and their emotions and give them the skills to identify what's going on in their mind and their body and help them to deregulate in stressful situations, help them how to develop healthy friendships, how to handle conflict in friendships. And it's it's such such a beautiful time for children to learn these skills because these are lifelong skills that will translate to real world scenarios. And Coming from the public school system as being a teacher and a school counselor, there is not nearly enough time emphasized on developing social skills and developing emotional intelligence. And you can tell the gap in the children when everything is very focused on academic and test taking, they lack these skills that they're needing for their lives. And so This is what inspired me to create this summer program. So if you are interested in this or know someone that would be interested or would benefit from this, head over to JacquelinePage.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-Y-N-P-A-I-G-E.com. And head over to the services page and it has all the registration information and details about the summer camp. Super excited about that. So... Back to intuitive parenting. When it comes to parenting and being responsible for the life of another human being, it can be very daunting to think about that at times. To realize that everything, every decision, how I react to things, my child is absorbing and seeing me as a model. And so to really tap into my intuition to know what's best for another human being, I really had to tap into myself and into decisions of feeling confident in myself to make decisions for myself. And if you've been along on this ride and this journey and listened to my previous stories and testimonies, you know that I had a really hard postpartum stage in recovery, physically and mentally, and I think that's because I was really just shaken down and to this rock bottom to help me rebuild myself 
and come back to myself to really realign to my authentic self. And I really couldn't parent effectively until I started to take these steps to do this. Because at the beginning when William was born and I didn't know myself and I wasn't tapped into my intuition, so much of my decisions were based on fear because I was uncertain with myself. So then I was uncertain with the decisions that I was making. And I would go down these rabbit holes of researching of what would be best. And even prior to him being born, um, I felt like, oh my gosh, I haven't researched enough to know exactly what's going to happen and what to do in these situations and how do I develop a schedule and breastfeeding and nighttime and sleeping and the list goes on and on. If you're a parent, you know that worry is like instantaneously. And I realized that constantly worrying is so ineffective. Worrying about future things that you do not have control over is so ineffective because it takes you away from the present moment. It takes you away from enjoying what's happening and preparing fully for for what's going on in front of you and being present in the interactions and the situations that you are handed in front of you. And so I, I had to start letting go of that because I, I was going down such deep rabbit holes that I feel like it was really feeding my anxiety and my depression for sure. For sure. My anxiety, because I was already in such an anxious state that feeling uncertain of what I was doing as a parent just fueled that fire. And for example, I mean, one of the prominent memories and like moments that really stands out to me is uh, William, we brought William home on a Thursday. And so our pediatrician follow-up appointment wasn't until Monday and continuing with, uh, during that time, I was really struggling with breastfeeding and getting him to getting William to latch on properly and having to use nipple shields. And it just, I didn't realize at that time that he wasn't getting enough fluids from me to, help his body adjust to being ursite, help his organs to process. And so he developed a pretty severe case of jaundice. And I, even looking back, like Jeremy would comment about his skin color and I don't know, just being so far removed from myself at that moment. And so by the time we got to our pediatrician appointment, she noticed his skin color and suggested that we go get blood tests done. And so we did that. And then by the time we got the results back, it was later in that evening. And she calls me and basically tells me that if I don't give my baby formula right there, he could go brain dead. He could not go brain dead. He could get severe brain damage to where he wouldn't function the rest of his life. And being a first-time mother, a first-time parent, and being so uncertain of myself, that is such a scary moment to hear that kind of information. And I also feel like I have a doctor that gives advice and guidance based on her fear and not being confident in herself as a doctor. I don't know if it's because she's a newer doctor or she just hasn't developed that 
self-confidence to be sure of herself and her decisions and the advice that she's giving because she would give advice and just and back it up with saying, I don't know, that's what dentists say. Or I don't know, that's what American Pediatric Society says. Or I don't know, that's what this says. And I'm like, but what do you say inside? I mean, I've evolved to realize that now. But in that moment, I'm like, holy shit, what? My baby can go brain dead. Like I just, it was so much going on at that time. And I was exhausted and dealing with things going on in my body from having a C-section and being moving around so much. And I did not want to give my baby formula the chemicals that are in it and it all being so processed. And I don't know, just for me and my journey, that wasn't what I was wanting to do. And so long story short, we ended up getting to the hospital and the doctor there tells me like, no, you're fine. You don't have to give your baby formula. But you do have to make sure your baby's getting in enough fluids. So in order to do that, we're going to have to bottle feed. You're going to need to pump and bottle feed. And he has to have this many ounces every this many times just to keep track of his fluid intake and output. And so I realized that I was allowing myself to make decisions based on fear and based on the fear that other people are giving me or based on research that other people are sharing and researching and researching and researching and researching. I mean, he would go through, I don't know, a sleep regression and it would be miserable. And so then I would be like researching like what to do, what our schedule should look like instead of just listening to William and allowing him to be the teacher, allowing him to be the leader and just following his lead, following the rhythm of the day that he leads me. And when I've really let go and allowed him to show me, it's been transformational. It's, it's, felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like this pressure was taken off to follow all of this research. And when you really think about it, there's research that counteracts and contradicts everything that you find. I mean, from cried out to gentle sleep training, to no sleep training, to nursing through the night, to bed sharing. And it's just so much. It's so much to process and it's so much to take in and baby led weaning and how you should cut fruits and vegetables a certain way as you're introducing and what you should introduce first. And just, yeah, I had to let go of all of it. I had to, it was just way too much and it was really feeding into my anxiety. And when I let go of that and stopped researching and let go of finding answers on the internet and and started to find answers within, it was such a beautiful shift. And one, my relationship with myself as a parent, because I think that I was just placing so much unneeded pressure and guilt and shame on myself for mistakes that I was making because I was making decisions that I wasn't comfortable with or doing things that I didn't feel right in my gut with doing because of what other people were saying. And what no, no one knows my baby more than I do. No one knows my baby better than I do. 
And that research might be great for this individual child or that group of children or that personality, but that's not William and that's not my baby and that's not our family and that's not me and that's not my husband. And I think that when we go down those rabbit holes and try to find solutions based on what other people say, it removes your intuition with knowing what's best for your child and knowing what's best for you and your family because your family knit is so unique and there's no other family like it. And your your interests and your beliefs and your core values are going to be different than other people. And you know what? That's okay. Your journey of parenthood is your journey and that's your beautiful path and honor that honor where you are honor that you're going to make mistakes honor that you're a human being and give yourself grace and let go of all the outside noise of what you hear and tap into what your heart and what your gut and what your inner knowing is telling you But in order to do that, you have to know yourself within to know how to be the best parent and guide another human being. I didn't start becoming confident in myself as a parent until I became confident in myself as a human being and as a person and getting to know myself, getting to know the signals that my body was giving me when I didn't feel right about something or listening to my gut instincts of this doesn't feel right this is not what we should be doing with our family and when I when I started to lead lean into that path it became such a beautiful journey and what's funny is uh, from the get-go Jeremy has been the one to listen to his intuition and and I'm like I would get so frustrated because I'm a very learning based person. I thrive on learning and excelling. I thrive on researching for myself and learning new things and growing mentally and physically and spiritually. And Jeremy is the type of person to where his life experiences give him that knowledge. His, his inner knowing is that knowledge. And I would get frustrated because he would tell me what he believed how we should approach a certain situation. And I'm like, but where's the research on that? Where did you learn that? Where are the facts on that? What is backing that up? And and now I look back and I'm like, oh, what an asshole I was being. <laughs> um, he was listening to his gut and that's what's most important. And I didn't understand that until I developed my own inner knowing for myself. And when I let go of all the research and really just saw William as another human being, that's also when things started to shift. And not just seeing him as a baby who can't communicate to me, when really he can communicate in so many different ways if you really just sit back and observe and listen and just truly hear him and hear your child, you realize that they're a human being just as much as you are. And treating them with that same respect and that same dignity that you would any other human being, even as a, as an infant, I would, as a newborn tell him, okay, I'm going to change your diaper. This is what it's going to look like. We're going to go to the kitchen and mommy's going to make 
or breakfast, or we're going to go to the laundry room and put the clothes in the wash, or we're going to go to your bedroom and play, or we're going to go to the living room and hang out and play with these toys. We're going to go outside. I talked him through everything that we were doing, and I still do that. I talk him through everything. Today, our day is going to look different because we're going to go here after breakfast, or we're going to go here after nap time, or just everything. Like we're going to go to the grocery store. I need to buckle you in. And he gets very frustrated being like confined in an area. And so I even like prepare him. Okay. We're going to be in your car seat. This is a tough time for you. Let's take some deep breaths before we get in and prepare our mind to know that that's, this is what's going to happen. Or we're going to a family event with lots of people and all of our family. And I name off people that are going to be there. And I tell him what we're going to be doing. And I tell him, you know, people are going to want to hold you. And if you ever feel overwhelmed or that you just need to feel safe in my arms, let me know and I will come and hold you and I will nurse you if that's what you need to. And preparing him for these things, just the way I prepare myself going into events and situations and preparing myself for each day. When I get up every morning to meditate and set an intention for the day, I do that with William too. We wake up in the morning and we open the curtains and say good morning to the world. We say the date. I tell him how old he is. We give thanks to the abundance in our lives. We give thanks for the people in our lives. We share our prayers for the day, our gratitudes, our intentions, things that we're wanting for our day. And I I share these things with him just like I would, just like I do for myself and When you start to see your child as a human being, okay, we have to get dressed. I need to put your arm through this hole. Um, Why don't you pick out the clothes that you want to wear? Which shirt do you want to wear? Which book do you want to wear? What toys do you want to play with? Giving him those decisions and allowing him to have that power because it really helps grow their confidence already as a baby, letting them know that they, their choice and their voice is valid and important just as much as mine is. And when they start protesting something, letting them know and giving them, giving them that space. Oh, I hear you. You're really, it sounds like you're really frustrated about this. I'm sorry. You're going through that. I'm here if you need me. And then if it's something that needs to be done like for instance like self-care things that have to be done like changing diapers sometimes he doesn't want to be taken away from playing to change a poopy diaper and he will protest but you know I know that in that moment I'm making a decision that's gonna benefit him by changing his diaper because that's a necessity and letting him know it's okay to cry it's okay to be angry And it's okay if you're angry with mama, I still love you, but I have to change your diaper or brushing teeth. That's a necessity. It's a caregiving thing that I have as his caregiver. I have to do every morning and every night. And sometimes he does protest and I have to hold him and let him know, okay, mama needs to brush your teeth. You can decide, do you want to do it first or do you want mama to do it first? But we have to get our teeth clean. This is something that we have to do and helping him through that. I mean, he's already having a full set of teeth and I know that if I don't help him take care of his teeth and cavities can grow and that's a bigger issue than seeing him protest when he's needing to brush his teeth. 
and just allowing that space. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to not want to brush your teeth. Let it out. If you're crying and you're mad, it's okay to feel that way. And I think sometimes we, as parents, get so uncomfortable, not even as parents, as human beings, we get very uncomfortable with feelings and emotions because that's how society has ingrained in us to be uncomfortable with feelings, to brush them under the rug. And it's ha- it's really taken a lot of retraining my brain to let myself know that it's okay for me to have my feelings and be comfortable with the feelings that I'm having to allow that space and to know that it's okay to give that to William, to honor those feelings that he's having. And for instance, one thing that I really struggled with, and I shared this a little bit, I don't remember which episode it was, but um, we made the decision to co-sleep and we were nursing to sleep. And that may may work for some families and that worked for us for a little bit, but it didn't work for us for forever. I mean, we've got to the point where William was waking up every 30 minutes some nights, like looking to nurse and not allowing me to unlatch him and just wanting to nurse for hours and hours and I not getting sleep. And for my mental health and my physical health, it was really starting to drain me. And it took Jeremy having this come to Jesus talk with me of like, look, you are struggling and I can't help you because he's so dependent on nursing back to sleep that even when I try rocking him, it's not helping and it's not working. And he wakes up, fully wakes up. And then it's a full blown. He's up for two hours at a time. And I mean, now we're both stuck with this baby that's awake and I had to realize, okay, this is not working. And I had to be okay with the path that was going to be coming for us of weaning him away from night nursing and from co-sleeping. And I think that the reason why it took me so long was because of all the things that you hear on social media about respectful parenting and gentle parenting and they should lead their way and they will develop those um, self-soothing skills to fall back asleep on their own as age comes. And I felt this guilt of not wanting to do that anymore and not wanting to nurse because I started to get aversions within my body when he would nurse. It was like my skin was crawling and I was having this anxiety flow through my body as he was nursing throughout the night. And I realized, okay, this is not healthy for me. This is not working for our family. This may work for other families, but this is not working for our family. And still knowing that it wasn't working, I still felt shame and guilt of taking a path that took him away from that and not allowing him to lead the way. And I was like, no, okay, I have to love myself enough to put me first. I preach about all of this self-care and about meditating and taking care of myself, eating the right way. And here I am at night, not listening to my own advice. And so I had to really sit down and meditate and pray for peace in my heart that this was best decision for our family. And this was the best decision for me. And I had to really pray to find comfort and peace in this decision. And sometimes that's what it takes. 
praying for that outside noise to dissolve and to know that those are their families and those are the decisions best for them, but this is what's going to be healthy and for us and for our family to move forward. And so it took, it did take me a little while to feel confident in my decision, but I think it's when I started to feel confident in loving myself and finding myself worthy enough for sleep at night for my mental health to set those healthy boundaries with William. Because one night Jeremy's mom was staying with us and she was helping, um, helping me get sleep. And so she was sleeping in the bedroom with William and it's hard for her to do it two nights in a row, especially when she's driving back to Houston the next day. And so that one of the nights that she was helping, he had woken up. And so Jeremy went in there to help and he couldn't get him back down. And so then he woke me up to go in there and I had to make a decision at that moment. Do I go back to our old patterns and allow him to nurse to sleep? And feel that anxiety and my skin crawling and this uncomfortableness and not get sleep? Or do I start setting that healthy boundary and letting William know that that's not going to be possible anymore? And so that night we laid in our bed. We were still co-sleeping. Well, we were actually trying to get away from co-sleeping as well. But I realized that having to go and rock him for 30 minutes to gently get him in his bed was not working either. So we kind of took a step back and went back to bed sharing. And I laid there and I let him know that mama's body could not give him milkies anymore, that he has every right to be upset. He has every right to be frustrated. Yes, it is going to be hard for him, but I would love him. I would be here for him. And I would give him the space to let out his feelings. And I didn't try to shush his feelings away I didn't try to distract him from his feelings oh let me let me try to rock you so that you don't cry I let him know that I was comfortable with letting him feel his feelings that I wasn't going to take that away from him I was going to honor what he needed in that moment and yes he protested and yes he cried and yes he fussed and yes he let out his feelings because he was angry and that's okay and little by little each night it got better and better and better and in the morning we talked about it you were really upset last night I'm sorry that you were going through that it's the morning now I can nurse you if you want your milkies now and just talking him through that and setting those healthy boundaries because then he sees that I'm putting myself first and that when I need to do those things, those self-care needs, when I need to brush my teeth and brush my hair in the morning and he's crying and wanting me, you know what? In this moment, I have to take care of myself. It's okay for you to protest and be upset. Shoot, you're really angry that I can't hold you. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish this and then I can hold you. And I don't speed through what I'm doing because then I feel like that that gives into the energy. It, it intensifies. I don't know. It it just, I feel like it just adds unneeded negative energy. And so I'd still take my time. I don't like leisurely do it, but I don't rush through it. I finish brushing my teeth at the amount of time I need to. I finish brushing my hair and then I pick him up and let him know, okay, mommy's done. I can hold you. I've had to really just set healthy boundaries the way I would with any other human being. When 
I'm having a conflict with Jeremy and we're not getting anywhere. I have to say, okay, this conversation is not helping either of us. I need to step away and have healthy boundaries. Or if you have a friend who constantly calls you and just complains the whole time, maybe start setting some healthy boundaries of like, okay, I, my energy can't handle that conversation right now. I'm either not going to answer or let that person know that I'm busy, that I'm not unavailable to talk. Just the way we set healthy boundaries with other adults you're in my bubble. You're in my space. I need, I need this boundary. We need to teach our children that because then it teaches them that we value ourselves. It teaches them that yes, you can be upset to this transition that you're having to go through, but I'm going to honor that when I'm cooking dinner. That's a basic need that we both need. We both need to eat and I provide a healthy mostly plant-based for William. And so taking the time to cook food takes a while. And so letting him know mommy needs to cook dinner for us to get our nutrition that our body and minds need. You need to go play by yourself in this safe area. And I really tried to be diligent of giving him one-on-one attention and time before I have to step away or like nursing him and giving him that comfort or reading a book to him and really just giving him my undivided attention before I go to the kitchen. And sometimes he is upset and sometimes he does cry and sometimes he is at my feet crying and I'm not trying to distract him like, oh, here, play with this. Oh, here, you want to help me? Well, sometimes he can't help me and sometimes it's not safe for him to help me. And, And sometimes it's just letting him give, giving him that space to cry. And that's something that I've really had to adjust to doing because it is uncomfortable hearing your baby cry. You don't want them to go through that, but you know what? It's healthy for them. It's healthy for them to feel their feelings. It's healthy for them to let out their emotions. They need those outlets because if we constantly shush them or if we constantly redirect them or distract them from how they're feeling, it's going to blow up at another inopportune time. Maybe it is when you're out eating at a restaurant or maybe it is when you're out at a play group or at a library time or at the park. So I really try to open that space for William to let out anything that he's feeling when we're at home or anywhere, honestly, like even if we are at the grocery store and he wants me to hold him and we're grocery shopping, I have to let him know that I can't do that at that time. And if we need to go to a corner of the store while he lets out his feelings, that's what we need to do. If we need to step outside for him to let out his feelings, that's what we need to do. Because guess what? We need to grocery shop and buy food for us to have things to eat in the, in the house. And I think that really just when I got comfortable with myself, when I got comfortable with knowing that he's a human being that's going to release emotions just the way I do, it made me... And one, it made me feel honored that he feels safe enough to do that with me because I noticed that if we're around other people and we're even in our home around other people, he won't let out his feelings. And as soon as the door closes and those people leave, sometimes he gets really fussy or someone's babysitting from him for me while I go out and do things or have appointments and I come home and he instantly sees me and lets out his feelings. I let him know that's okay, that I'm honored that he feels safe enough with me to do that. And so that was really a breakthrough for me, seeing him as a human being and being comfortable with setting boundaries with him and being comfortable letting him share those feelings with me and letting him know that even if he is mad at me or doing, letting it out on me, that 
in that moment, it's safe. And as he grows and sees me modeling healthy, um, regulating my emotions in healthy ways, then he'll learn those skills as he does. But being a baby is hard. They're learning new things. So much of their day is new to them. And like their brain is expanding to learn new concepts. They're learning how to developmentally walk or crawl or roll over. And it is a lot. It's a lot of stimulation for them. And little things that we don't notice, it may not be a big deal to us, maybe very overwhelming and stimulating for a baby and a child. And so when they cry and when they let that out, honor that and let them know, okay, what's going on? How can I help you? Do you need me to just be here for you in this moment? Or do you just need to let it out? I'm here for you and I love you through it. Because this, even this past weekend, I had a weekend where I was just really sad and really down. And I really think it had to do with the energies with the new moon. And I was, I think I was honestly energetically shedding a lot and I had to let myself know that it was okay to be sad because I felt myself wanting to not want to feel sad and just kind of brush it off. But I was like, okay, wait, this is exactly what I teach William. If I don't let myself let go of these feelings and cry and release, then it's going to come up and manifest in other ways. And so just the way I do that for myself, I do that for William. And parenting this way isn't the typical quote unquote normal of what you see from society, from maybe how you were parented, how you grew up and what is instinctual for you and what's habitual for you. It's like we have to break these patterns. We have to break these habits to to parent this way, to grow these human beings that are going to be self-sufficient and develop healthy habits emotionally. And I think that sometimes that's hard to stand confident in your decisions when it goes against the grain of what most people are doing. And with that being said, Jeremy and I don't always see eye to eye on parenting styles and parenting choices. And it has been a huge involvement for myself because I feel like it was this transformation that I went through to know what's best for William or for what I I feel is best for him. And sometimes what I feel is best for him, Jeremy doesn't necessarily agree with. And So honoring that you are both parents to this child and honoring even if you're together or separated or single parents and, you know, gaining help from outside people, know that it's okay to have different parenting styles and parenting choices and decisions that are different from other people and just finding the core values that you do want to base everything off of asking yourself okay the way my partner wants to parent does it still align with my core value my core belief okay well you know what I do need to shift a little bit because I'm not the only one raising this child and I need to honor where my partner feels or saying okay this is how you want to do it this is how I want to do it where can we come up with a common ground and you know that's 
healthy for William to experience too. He's not going to experience life with everyone easy to get along with. And he's going to have to know how to adjust to different personalities and know how to navigate choices and styles of other people. And so your partner not being exactly how you are one is good and healthy because you are both individual people that are allowed to have different viewpoints and different parenting styles and so that has been a huge thing for me too jeremy is a leo lion strong i am a taurus a bull like a headstrong we're both type a we are both wanting to get our way and that has been really challenging to navigate finding compromises and honestly like it's been such a beautiful evolution because when i start modeling certain things with william jeremy sees that and when you see your partner tell your son, it's okay to have these feelings. We're here for you. It just melts your heart. And you know that you're doing something right. And I hope that this podcast episode sparked knowledge, wisdom, guidance for you to let you know that you're not alone, to let you know that you're doing the best that you can and that's all you can do and we are all going to make mistakes. We are all going to mess up sometimes and that's okay. And even when you do have a bad day and lash out or react harshly with your child, you know what's the biggest thing? Apologizing and letting them know that, hey, I made a mistake. I was feeling really overwhelmed and I didn't mean to let that out on you. I didn't mean to yell at you. I didn't mean to get frustrated with you because it wasn't about you. It was about what was going on inside of mama. And I'm sorry that that happened because that's also modeling. Like healthy apologizing is big and it's huge and it's letting them know that, hey, I'm not perfect either and I'm gonna own my mistakes and I'm sorry that that happened. And just everything, everything is a learning experience. Everything is a growing opportunity. And you know what? As you go along this parenting journey, you're going to find new ideas and new beliefs and evolve and, and change and just honor that and be okay with that and love yourself because parenting is not an easy job. It is the most challenging job, in my opinion, on this earth. And I think what makes it so challenging is like, oh my goodness, everything I do say and just think is going to affect this little human being. And I just want to be the best version of myself. But guess what? We're not perfect and we're human living this human life and that's okay. And just releasing and surrendering and believing in yourself and believing that you're doing the best that you can and being okay with that. And with that, I hope that this episode sparked interest for you and reflecting on why you make certain decisions and seeing if it really is coming and aligning with how you truly feel and parenting with what aligns with your core beliefs. 
So if you liked this episode, I would love it if you shared it with a friend, a family member that would benefit from this information. Maybe screenshot it and share it on Instagram. Tag me at JacquelinePage513. Uh, If you rate, review, and subscribe this podcast on iTunes and screenshot that and email it to me at lifereborn at JacquelinePage.com, I will send you a free general energy healing meditation that is just a beautiful next week i am hosting my online meditation class i believe that is june 12th it's the second wednesday of the month at 7 30 so stay tuned for that or head to my website jacquelinepage.com to get more information on that um and maybe share that information with someone if you know that someone is on their meditation journey or wanting to to delve into that but can't make it to a a meditation studio share this information with them um i just i hope that i just want to create this space for all of us to evolve and tune into ourselves and grow and just become the best versions of ourselves that we can with that i'm also going to be releasing um like a authentic self meditation package or just kind of like returning back to your intuition, a spirituality 101. I am going to be combining a lot of the meditations that I've already released to really make this a beautiful meditation package. So be on the lookout for that on Monday. Um, and just thank you for tuning in. It's been such an honor sharing this space with you and I'm sending you with so much love, light, and peace on your day.